Welcome to the Beyond Physical Therapy Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk to physical therapists and other healthcare professionals that have broken away from the pack of everyday clinicians. Learn how to shift your mindset away from traditional PT and healthcare as we interview those that have already found a way to move beyond their day-to-day job. I'm your host, Zach Reggio. Let's dive into today's episode. At the end of the day, if someone hasn't done or accomplished what you want to accomplish, don't listen to them on that subject matter. Don't listen to them. It doesn't make any sense. And if they have tried to do what you want to do, find out what they did and if they did everything in their power to be successful at it. Did they hire the coaches? Did they go through the programs? Did they learn the skills? Right? Did they put in the work? Because it's very easy to try something for a few months, even a year or two, and give up if it doesn't work. And the fact of the matter is that everything works. You just have to figure out how to make it work. Listen to those who have what you want. Hey, if you find a mentor who is great with finances and makes a ton of money, but his relationships and his family like sucks, hey, hire him to teach you about making money. And that's it. Don't take advice from him on everything else. Because I think a lot of us put a lot of weight on what people around us tell us. Um, And sometimes those people we should not be listening to. Hey guys, welcome to today's show. We have Javier A. Carlin, a physical therapist and healthcare entrepreneur. Javier is a partner in an outpatient physical therapy practice and has a strong passion for helping healthcare professionals start their first or second successful business, even if they don't have a service or product to sell. He is on a mission to help a thousand healthcare professionals achieve clinical freedom to treat who they want how they want, and when they want, without anyone looking over their shoulders or holding them back. Here's today's episode. Javi, so cool to have you on the show. I really appreciate you coming on. Before we get started here, though, do you mind just sharing with the audience a little bit about your background and kind of how you got to where you are today, you know, in your life and your business? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, Zach, thank you so much for having me here, man. It's a, it's an absolute pleasure. Um, so a little bit about me. Let's see, where do I start? Um, <laughs> I always get stuck with this question. It's like, how far back I, do you want to go? Yeah, no, I, I hear you, man. Give me like um, the, uh, the 10, 10, 15 minute version. You don't so, have to go for the hour version. Okay. <laughs> Uh, when I was five years old. So, yeah. no, I, uh, so uh, basically, I'm a, I'm a physical therapist, um, uh, graduated from PT school in August of 2017. Uh, before going into physical therapy school, I had no idea. Well, I knew I was going to go into the healthcare uh, field, and uh, my eyes were set on medical school. Uh, and more so because, you know, when you're young, parents tell you, hey, go to medical school, become a lawyer, you know, architect, whichever, you know, there's a few, a few main things that they tell you to do. So I'm like, all right, cool. I guess I got to be a doctor, right? So I go through uh, my undergrad career, do really well in school, had a few opportunities to shadow a couple of physicians. Didn't really go as I thought they would go. Uh, one blatantly told me like, hey, this is not something that you should do if this is what you want your life to, to be like, because it was long hours, uh, a lot of years of studying. And uh, when I get home, I'm exhausted. I barely get to spend time with my family. And I'm like, oh, shoot, well, that's exactly the opposite of what I want. <laughs> so uh, the other person that I shadowed was just not a nice guy. And when you're young, you're impressionable, right? So you think, oh, I have this experience. And that means every other experience is probably the same. And I do not want to become that. So I ended up thinking, okay, well, what else can I do, right? What else can I go do? What path can I go into? My friend uh, just got into nursing school. He suggested, hey, you should go into you know nursing. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't really see myself doing that. Oh, why, why not a PA? I'm like, 
there's something about being underneath the doctor that yeah. I don't like. <laughs> I felt the same way. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, I probably not. He's like, what about PT? I'm like, what's PT? Right. So that's basically what got me on that path uh, to start with. So it wasn't no crazy story as to how I got into the field. I didn't have a crazy injury or an accident or didn't have to go through a crazy rehab process. But the one thing that I did know at the time was that I wanted a secure job. Right. I wanted security. I wanted uh, something that was going to pay well and something that wasn't going to take me away from my family. So, of course, you Google it. Right. Top 10 jobs in the country. Oh, physical therapy is like, you know, number five. Nice salary, you know, good hours, able to help people. I'm like, damn, this is actually this is kind of cool. So uh, went down that path. You know, first year PT school was awesome. Your head's in the books, like you're meeting people, you're learning new information. It's a lot of fun. And and, you know, when I got to my first clinical internship, that's when things started to kind of get, I was kind of taken aback by, by my first experience, right? Number one, the PT that I was working with was a total D-bag. Yeah, just not a nice person. The other uh, PTs that were there, the PTAs, uh, the staff there, really nice people. They were amazing to work with, but you can just tell that they were hurting. Like they were frustrated, burnt out, overwhelmed, taking their work home with them. And that's when I kind of started to notice that in my first year. But I was like, you know what? I've had bad experiences in the past. So that does not mean that that's what it's all going to be like. So I kind of, I got through my eight weeks, got the heck out of there. And I was like, all right, cool. Back in the books, right? Started learning, learning, learning. Uh, it was about a year before my second, third and fourth clinical internship. And I just saw a pattern come up again. My CIs were amazing, um, but the conversations that everyone was having were the same. And I was like, oh shoot, like what did I just sign up for? I'm like two years in, right? Um, I already have all this debt that I've accrued all this time that I've invested, like, did I make the right move? Um, And that's when I started to really search for answers. I started to listen to podcasts like this one. I started to talk to people who were doing things differently. And it ended up to be my first mentor, Greg Todd. I remember listening to his podcast, said something that kind of really poured with me. And he basically said, uh, don't follow the herd for they will lead you straight to the slaughterhouse. And I was like, damn, right? And that basically means like, hey, if you do what everyone else is doing, you're going to get the same thing that everyone else is getting. And I was like, okay, so I need to do something different because if I go on this path and I do the average, become the average PT like everyone else is uh, coming out of school, then I'm going to be living that life that I I actually came into PT school to avoid, right? So the only thing was this guy was an entrepreneur. So he's, he's an entrepreneur. So in my head, now kind of going even further back in my head, entrepreneurship was not a good thing because of another past experience, right? These past experiences start to shape our beliefs about um, what's good and what's bad and what you should do and what you shouldn't do. So uh, my parents actually growing up had a business and it was very successful. Um, at, at one point, they, they were uh, bringing in about $100,000 of revenue a month uh, and it was a dry cleaning business. Uh, they did really well for a few years, opened up a second business. Um, and, and it was going well until the recession hit, right? So the recession hit, they, in a way they were hustling, but didn't really understand business and didn't evolve with the times. So, you know, business ended up crashing. Number one reason for divorce is finances, right? Uh, they, their finances took a hit. They were spending a ton of their money. Uh, didn't know how to manage it, lost it all. Right. And then they ended up getting divorced, which was, you know, it, it just tore the family apart at the time. And of course, like, it's not something that you think is a reason why you try to avoid something, but then looking back at it, it's like, oh, well, that's why I was not trying to go in that same direction. In my mind, it was like, you either have a successful business, right? 
you make a lot of money or you have a great family life. That, that, those are the two extremes. I didn't think you can have both of them, right? Until I met Greg Todd. Uh, when I say I met, I was listening to Greg Todd. And then I started stalking him, watching his videos, Facebook, YouTube, really trying to figure out who this guy was, right? And it turns out that he had everything, right? He had the businesses, the family life. Um, and, and that's when I reached out to him. That's, that, kind of, uh, that was the point where I started my, first, uh, my journey of investing in uh, things outside of traditional schooling. Uh, and that's literally, that's when my life, you know, started changing forever. So, so yeah, soon after that, I basically, I, I went through his program, learned the business and marketing skills. I was like, man, this is awesome. Got so passionate about it. I'm like, everyone in my class needs to have this. Everyone in my class needs to, needs to, uh, to dive into this information, right? It's going to change everyone's life. And of course people said, Javi, you're drinking the Kool-Aid, man. Like, come on, <laughs> what are you like? What are you doing? Wasting your money like that. And I'm like, oh, whatever, you know. So fourth clinical internship hits. This one's actually good. <laughs> nice. it, was, it was a good internship. Uh, it was a sports orthopedic facility. Had like all the, all the latest equipment. Got to work with a lot of athletes. One of the top five CrossFitters, uh, Noah Olson, the gym that he was uh, training at right next door. Got to treat him all the time. Super awesome guy. Worked with basketball players, uh, heat players, uh, football players, baseball players. I don't watch baseball, so I had no idea who I was treating, but, uh, <laughs> but it was cool. And, and that was awesome. So the cool thing about that experience was that they had me there uh, as a PT student, but I was only working as a PT student half of the time. I ended up convincing, (laughs) I ended up convincing not even my employer, but the owner of the clinic as a student to help me, to allow me to help them grow their business. I had no idea what I was doing, but, (laughs) but I convinced them for it. uh, And basically I started helping them grow their practice as a PT student. And I was doing workshops. I was uh, managing their social media accounts. I was building relationships with uh, Royal Caribbean, uh, UPS, uh, and actually getting them to to build their business. So fast forward to graduation, they h- ended up hiring me, and not because they needed a physical therapist, because they didn't. They they weren't at that uh, at that point where they needed another PT, but because I was helping them with everything else, right? Which is kind of crazy. So then after getting hired by them, I was still working maybe 25, 30 hours a week as a PT, and the rest of the time I was working on their business. Uh, three months three months into into being a PT, I was like, you know what, like. I'm doing it for them. I can do this for myself. Uh, so that's when I opened up my cash-based practice. It was mobile. I had about six to nine patients a week that I was seeing. Still working full-time. I, I was just hustling, uh, trying to make as much money as I can, as I could to pay off loans <laughs> and buy more courses. Um, nice. <laughs> so, so that's basically um, what I did for those three months. Still working full-time, like I said, growing my cash-based practice on the side. And then about nine months later, I got offered the opportunity to uh, come up to Tampa Bay for a business residency. Uh, by who? By my mentor, Greg Todd. I, I said, hey, I can't pass that up. Uh, it's six months. I'll learn everything that I can and go back to Miami and then open up my own practice. After the six months, he's like, hey, do you want to partner up 50 and open up a third facility for uh, renewal rehab? And I'm like, that sounds great. Yeah, let's make it happen. <laughs> so, so about a year and four or five months later, here we are. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And you're right in Largo, yeah. right? Near Clearwater? Yeah. Yeah. So I live in Clearwater now uh, and the clinic's in Largo. Mm-hmm. Nice. How, how yeah. far away from uh, Clearwater are you? Uh, we're, our home is uh, eight, 10 minutes away. Oh, nice. Not bad, yeah. man. I yeah. love the beaches over there. Yeah. It was like the second best beaches or something in the world. It's that's, first. That's, it's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. I mean, I don't know. I, I honestly, I love, um, I think the water is nice for Miami. 
yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Cool, man. That's a, that's an incredible story. I mean, it sounds like you've accomplished so much even before graduating PT school um, that, you know, you just have this knowledge base that is probably far superior to anyone, uh, you know, just starting out a, a PT, a regular PT clinic, right? Like, I think a lot of the the typical PT clinics, right? They're just like, oh, doctor referral, doctor referral. Mm. You never really think about marketing to the public and, and like trying to, you know, nurture that type of um, clientele, you know? Right. That's really awesome that you were able to do all of that, you know, even before you got out of PT school. Yeah, yeah. And, and to be honest, like to add to that, like it's not... I, I don't like what you said, you know, like superior, like I definitely don't feel like I'm like above anyone else yeah, in, yeah. in PT realm, like at all. It's just a matter of, of realizing like what it is that's going on in the healthcare industry, realizing number one, like what you want to, to, to happen in your life and, and making the connection that, Hey, if, if these are the things that I want, if I'm after clinical freedom that we talk about now, financial freedom, time freedom, like, is this path, uh, this, this path that everyone else is going through is this going to get me there? And the answer is no. So that's where you have to kind of develop what we call non-traditional skills outside of PT and clinical skills uh, to, to be able to get closer to living that, that dream life that everyone says they want, but no one really knows the path to get there. Um, so that's, that's where I'm extremely passionate about, about getting people aware of, of that, because I think we all know that we want it. We just don't know even the first step to take sometimes. So. Yeah, definitely. And that probably leads me to my next question. Is this kind of why you started Healthcare Business University? Is that kind of why that got started for you? Heck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So do you mind just telling us a little bit about that and kind of what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, totally. So um, Healthcare Business University, literally, it's something that, you know, and not the name, obviously, we didn't come up with the name until about four weeks ago, but it's definitely something that... um, has been it's been in my mind for for a long time and uh, recently uh, there was there's been a process to get to this point for sure I didn't just start coaching healthcare professionals out of the blue it started with uh, coaching healthcare professionals through my mentors programs multiple different programs and realizing that man like I actually I actually know a little bit about business <laughs> and I can actually help people right so there's a lot of imposter syndrome that was happening for a good period of time until I realized, you know what, like, no, like I can help people and I am helping people, not, but not through my own programs yet. Right. So, uh, when it finally clicked for me, um, which probably took a lot longer than it should have, <laughs> I was like, no, like that's like, I can do this. I've been doing it for, uh, for the practice that I've been building up. Right. And I've been helping other people already with their own businesses. Like it's my time to go ahead and create my own program. Um, so that's where healthcare business university, uh, uh, came about. And, I think one of the main things is there's a lot of reasons why uh, I'm so passionate about getting the truth out there um, because I think for far too long, we've either been lied to whether it's been directly or subtly or out of, out of omission about, about several different things uh, in life, right? Whether we don't have to go into all of it right now, but uh, there's a lot, we can go on so many different tangents here, but uh, people just don't tell us, don't tell us how to get the things that we want in life. And we're basically spinning our wheels on uh, like a hamster wheel, essentially uh, trying to attain this, this dream life. Uh, but we don't, but no one actually tells you how to get there. No one actually tells you the truth about, Hey, like in the past, I was very like, Oh, well, you know, it's okay if you don't want to go this route or it's okay if you do this instead, or Hey, I, I used to sugarcoat a lot right now. I'm like, Hey, listen, this is what it is. This is the truth. I'm not going to BS. Right. If you want, if you're okay with living like this, 
uh, and having this type of lifestyle, that's totally fine. It's not for everyone. But if you want this, this is what it's going to take. And this is what it has to look like for you to get to that point in your life, right? For, get, for you to be able to live the life that, that you say you want to have, like this is what it's going to take. Now you have to make a decision, right? Is that what you really want? Because it is, if it is, then this is the only path. So, so with Healthcare Business University, it's, it's getting people to feel comfortable with the idea of business. Um, what, I, what I say is, you know, people are fearful about business. It makes them uncomfortable. It's something, and the reason is because we don't understand it. Guess what? We were never taught it, right? So anything that you don't understand, we become fearful of. And it, that goes for so many different things in life, right? Oh, yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, so kind of like in physical therapy, right? If, if, if someone said, hey, tomorrow you're going to perform physical therapy on, on, a, on this patient and it's our first, our first day of school or heck, it's the day before we even enter PT school, I'm going to be scared. I'm going to be freaking out, right? I'm going to be like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, is this going to work? You know, how am I going to make this happen? It's no different. So a lot of people are fearful about business because they didn't learn about it, right? They didn't develop those skills. If we think about it, we go to school for three years to become you know, a physical therapist in our case, right? And even after we graduate from PT school, after three years and four clinical internships or two or three or four, whatever number you have, we still come out saying, damn, I still don't feel like I know anything. Yeah, I felt <laughs> like I didn't know anything when I came Right, <laughs> right? So, so it's crazy. Like we're, again, and kind of relating it back to Healthcare Business University, our goal is to make it, is to, is to simplify and make it seem not scary so that when you understand what a business actually is and what it entails, it's like, oh, that's all I have to do? That's all I have to learn? Yeah, that's it. And when you understand it, it's like, cool, now I can actually take that first step. Is it still scary? Heck yeah, it is, right? But, but now, that you, now that you understand it at a, at a better level, now the decision becomes a lot, a lot clearer, right? So that is, that is what, how Healthcare Business University started. Uh, and the mission behind it is basically to help healthcare professionals achieve freedom, right? Clinical freedom. We say clinical freedom a lot. Uh, and that's the de a different definition for everyone. And I like to keep it open because everyone has their own uh, goals and dreams and things that they aspire to. Right. Um, and that's, that's why we started it. I think it's a great thing that you're doing and um, you're offering so many free, valuable like resources that it's just incredible. Like, you know, <laughs> someone would think you're just giving away every secret, but I mean, I know there's so much more you could still teach people. For example, like I, I took your, your five day clinical freedom funnel challenge. Right. And uh, it was just like packed full of stuff that like, I had no idea about, you know, building these funnels and building these courses and stuff to try to get people to, to nurture them, to get, mm -hmm. you know, like a relationship with people before you ever expect them to hand you over money. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I just thought that was incredible. Do you think you could tell us maybe, or maybe the audience a little bit more about that, that challenge and, and kind of what that's all about? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, um, you know, it's funny because so I think a lot of people and before we dive into the challenge, I think a lot of people are sometimes scared about giving everything away and giving out too much information. Right. And what we have to realize that number one, like as healthcare professionals, like we went to school for three years, right? There's a lot of information that we have in here. <laughs> it's impossible to give it all away. <laughs> number two is that information is useless, right? Information is useless if you don't actually do anything with it. And what we've realized is that until people make a commitment, there are, I'd say about 2% of the population on this planet will actually follow through with something unless they actually have some skin in the game. And by that is, I mean, is money, right? So I think there's, I mean, there's a, there's a lot that kind of covers that. It's also, you know, having an abundance mindset. Typically, the more you give, the more you get back. 
Um, and if not right now, you know, in a few months, a few years, uh, and that's just playing the long-term game. Uh, but definitely, you know, for us, it's like, it's like, man, like I literally want people to have zero excuses as to, as to why they, they're not moving forward with starting their own business. That's why, that's why we give away so much. It's like, we want to give you as much as we possibly can. So you have zero excuses. And then when you make that leap, guess who you're going to come to, uh, to help for, right? Well, I guess this guy knows all about business because he's giving us all this free business information. I'm going to hire you to help us. <laughs> True, right? Yeah, it makes so, sense. <laughs> so, so it's, um, it's also, it's like, it's like in PT, right? There's a process to it. There's different steps and, and having the right, the right thing is great, but not if it's at the wrong time. Right. So it's, it's knowing what to do and at what time. And that's sometimes what coaches and, and therapists even help people with, right. Is if I, like, that's why I tell my patients all the time, like, Hey, you can look up YouTube videos all you want, but, and the, not that the, the exercises are bad, like they're not good or bad. It's just not, it's not what you might need at that point in time. And that's yeah. why it might be bad for you. Right. So it's, it's no different with that. But um, to answer your question, sometimes I go off a little tangents, but to answer your question, <laughs> uh, the clinical freedom funnel challenge is basically, it's not a new concept, right? It's something that people have been doing and it's essentially using a free online course that does quite a few things, right? And this is for, for I mean, we're talking about healthcare, but this is literally for all business owners, right? Number one, it attracts leads. It attracts potential clients. Uh, it nurtures those clients and it also converts them into paying customers, with a lot greater ease. And it's basically a system that's running behind the scenes, right? So it has the potential to make you a lot of money, has the potential to save you a lot of time. And it allows you to, I know, I know in this day and age, like everyone says, oh, you have to post content, you have to put be on social media, you have to do all these things. Um, but I see a lot of people posting without any purpose. They're just posting for posting's sake. Uh, so this, this clinical freedom funnel actually allows you to send people to one resource that does everything on the back end for you to actually get them closer to, to becoming a, cus a customer that you can actually help with your services. Uh, so through this five-day challenge, uh, which we'll be hosting again uh, at the start of November, throughout this five-day challenge, uh, we go over that, that concept in greater detail. Uh, we cover, uh, we, I give you examples of, of how I've used it in the past because I never want to tell people to do something that I haven't done myself and that I know works, obviously. Um, so I give you examples of that, show you how we, how we use it in our business, in the private practice, um, and basically demonstrate how, how simple, it's not, it's not easy, it does take work to build, but once you have it set up, oh my goodness, it's, it's game over. So uh, we go over um, that in a lot more detail, how lead content works, how nurture content works, how conversion content works, and basically simplify marketing and deconstruct it in its, in its most simplest form uh, to make it not so overwhelming. And I think a lot of times we get so overwhelmed that we don't take action. So my goal was to reduce the overwhelm so people would take action. I love the, uh, the challenge, man. And, uh, and I love how you offered the mentorship, you know, as a, as a, one of the challenge prizes, you know, mm. but, um, as far as the challenge itself, you know, I thought you were really great. You had everything kind of planned out. It was very, uh, informative for me. And I don't know if it's just because I already had like a little bit of the like marketing knowledge from previous things, but I thought it was very streamlined. So thank awesome. you. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. And when you do it again next, uh, in November, I'll probably, I'll probably also do it a second time. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's make it happen. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, so, um, I know you have this clinic, right? New renewal mm -hmm. rehabilitation, right? So, mm -hmm. How have you kind of been affected during the whole COVID process and, and, you know, what kind of things do you have to adapt or kind of pivot on to, to kind of keep the clinic going? 
Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Um, let's go over like the the effects of it. Um, obviously, especially in our area, there's um, we have a, a large majority of elderly patients, right? So a lot of people who are immunocompromised. Um, so right off the bat, um, we definitely had a, a big decrease in patients because that was majority of our patient case. So, so that definitely kind of hit us out of nowhere. We did stay open. We had a lot of patients that had just literally had their surgeries and they were almost begging us to like to stay open to help them. So we did stay open. So we weren't a hundred percent closed throughout that time, taking precautions, you know, being very careful with that, of course, throughout that time, I also knew that there were a lot of other businesses that were suffering. Um, so I use that time to continue to build relationships, to continue to network and to continue to uh, provide as much value, uh, free value, uh, understanding that, Hey, we might not get anything right now, but it will come back to us once everything goes back to, you know, quote unquote normal. So a lot of it was just providing as, as much value as possible. Hosting virtual workshops, uh, was a big one. Uh, we actually have a few more coming up with a few local gyms, uh, building relationships, building connections, emailing gyms, emailing, you know, just, and just not even for business, but just kind of seeing how people work, right? Hey, I know it's, I know it's a rough time right now. Like how, how are you doing? Right. How's your business doing? Is there anything that we can help you with? Right. And it's again, having that, that long-term uh, mindset where, you know, a lot of people would say, Hey, that's not going to help me right now because they don't have any people that, that they can send me to. Right. All their people are staying home. And that's like the first thought someone could have is like, oh, it doesn't make sense to do it because they don't have any clients coming to their facilities anyway. Right. But it's the complete opposite. It's like, well, no, now everyone else is thinking that. So why not do the opposite? Why not build those relationships now when they have more time? Right. Yeah. And if you have more time too. Exactly. And if you have more time, exactly. A hundred percent. So that was one of the things. The other thing I would say is I personally do not. And I know a lot of, a lot of people don't like it. it, I don't, I hate going to doctor's offices. I really, really do. Um, so that was kind of, that was kind of nice having an excuse not to, (laughs) (laughs) um, I just, I just, I, it's not, it goes like against like what I love to do, which is provide value first. And when you go there, it's like, people already know why you're there, right? There's no like, Oh, you know, I'm just here to uh, build a relationship and provide some value and not have any expectations or returns. Like, no, like, you know, right. You know, what's going down. So what we did was, and because we couldn't go to these offices anyway, because they didn't either have people in there or they were limiting the number of people that could go in there. um, And that would probably just annoy them even more, right? If I was knocking on their door every day, um, we started to, to be quite honest, the first year we never, we didn't use any paid advertising, no Facebook ads. We knew how to set them up. We had it all set up. Uh, Well, we knew how to set up, you know, we, we knew what had to be done, but we did it. We just didn't do it. We're like, well, let's build it organically first, build the relationships that we know are going to be long-term, build out the funnel, what we call a clinical freedom funnel setup. Um, So we had those things working and, and we had the relationships that we were building with other businesses, but the first 80 visits a week we did organically. And that's basically what I teach people is like, Hey, I know you're just starting off. I know you might not have as much money right now. So forget about paid advertising. It's definitely something that you should do. But in the beginning, it might not be the right time. So that's what we did, right? That's We did it all organically first. And then we introduced paid advertising to get to that, to, to that next level. So during, during this, because we knew we had some barriers, now we definitely had to go straight to the consumer, right? And where are they when they're home? On their phones. Where are they, right? On their computers, on their phones, on their iPads. They're scrolling through Facebook. Guess what you do? You blast them on Facebook, <laughs> right? Do direct marketing, get in front of their faces often as possible. 
Now, uh, that's when you can decide, hey, do we still have the clinic open? Do we do it in person? Do we see if people are going to take us up on that? Right? We have all these precautions. Are they going to come into the clinic? Hey, definitely give them options. That or virtual. We had most of the people that wanted to still come into the clinic, right? Because we weren't targeting the older population. We were targeting the younger population that was, that was more comfortable with coming into the clinic. So, I mean, there's a lot of little things, little yeah. details that come into play, but that's basically what our strategy was uh, to keep the clinic afloat. Again, it wasn't where it was at. And to be quite honest, uh, there's still some, some building that we have to do, but it's definitely, it's definitely getting a lot better. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Definitely sounds like you were able to pivot pretty well and, and use your time effectively. Yeah. You know, instead of just complaining about it, you know, which is <laughs> probably what most people did. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, man. So this, this next question I kind of stole from you. So you might, this might sound familiar. What is one thing that you've learned in the last month about either your life or your career or your business that's completely changed your perspective on it? That's a great question. It's so, a tough one. It's a thinker. I think I got it though. Um, this is something that I've been learning because, okay, in the back of my mind, I always knew that it had to come to this point. And obviously you have the private practice. So you understand that you can work with multiple people at the same time. Uh, if you're insurance based, of course, which we are, and there are, you know, there's pros and cons to everything, of course, but launching coaching program made me realize that it's a lot easier to make a lot of money in a short period of time than it is to make a little bit of money in a long period of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> So, so it might, it might sound like to people listening, they might be like, what the hell is hobby talking about? Right. But this is not just coaching, right? The thing that we haven't capitalized on for the physical therapy practice, because I just didn't kind of connect the dots is, and it's something that we've built with a, like you saw the back pain domination funnel, but even then I haven't really optimized it. Like it's there. Right. But it hasn't been like a strong push for it, but realizing that you can literally help people and help multiple people at the same time with one product or service that you offer and build that up, you know, over a couple of weeks, over a month and help a lot more people, right. At the same time and also help yourself a lot more financially. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, so actually going through the process with, with this business um, was really cool to see. Cause it was like, Oh, that wasn't hard at all. Like I could definitely do that, do that again. Right. And taking that to the online space, which again, I've been in the online space, but I've never, I, I've never had the confidence and the lack of imposter syndrome to actually move forward with a thing that I've been wanting to do for a while. So that's, that's probably one of the things that I've learned. And I think the recurring thing that, I, that I've learned is you spend money on the right programs, you make it back, like you can make it back in a week if you wanted to, right? You spend money in the right, you invest in the right coaches, the right coaches at the right time for what you need it's like, it just accelerates everything. Like Alex and Will's program, I, dive, I dove into, you know, about a month ago. It wasn't even that long ago, about a month, maybe a month and a half ago. And, you know, and a month later, like we have a, a, a successful launch, right? And, and more importantly, we're helping a ton of people build their businesses and all organically uh, with a simple marketing method, right? So it's just really cool to see, you know, that kind of, that recurring theme come up and up again. And every single time I invest, like, as long as you do work, it just, it's not like, oh, you invest in the next day. It's like, oh, look at all this money that's come about, right? <laughs> you actually have to put in the work and do what your coaches tell you. But every single time that you make an investment and the right investment at the right time, uh, which is, 
it's debatable when the right time is. But for the problem that you need at that, at that time, that problem that you need solved at that time, it pays really well. So I think investing in yourself is a continual like recurring theme uh, that comes up in my mind. And also transitioning to learning how to offer your services as healthcare professionals, as physical therapists online, especially now, like through this pandemic, where I think everyone was kind of forced to be like, oh, shoot, like now we have no choice. <laughs> we have to figure this thing out is, is massive. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome, man. And yeah. I, I love that you, you talk about how people or, or that you, you yourself, you know, you invest money in these courses and how mm-hmm. much value they've brought to your life. And, you know, some people who've gone through PT school paid a hundred thousand dollars for school are, you know, scoffing at the idea of paying like $500 for a course that can provide so much value. It just, yeah. it's a little mind boggling to me. I'm like, but like, you just paid this much. How do you yeah. not want to pay that little? Like it doesn't yeah, make yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And I think I'm a lot like you where it's like, you know, I'm just looking for not necessarily the perfect course, but like like you said, the perfect timing with the perfect maybe mentorship and Mm -hmm. courses to kind of just drive me to where I want to go, you know, 10 times faster. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was talking to Paul Goff. um, Not sure. You you know, know Paul Goff. Goff, Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So yeah, we were on a jet ski. Uh, This was back in 2017 when I went to my first. (laughs) You say that so casually. (laughs) We were on a jet ski together, you know. It was was me, Aaron LeBauer and my friend Austin Wynn. It was our first uh, SSPT conference. I highly recommend people go to back in 2017. So that's a year that was my third year PT school. Uh, when I met Greg Todd, I was starstruck, man. I was like, yeah. I, re- I remember Paul Goff, uh, was, was filmed like doing a live video. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm in Paul Goff's video. And I said that out loud. I'm like, Oh my God, I, I feel like, so- <laughs> <laughs> <Hey> <laughs> boy. yeah, I was like, this is, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Though, but, uh, but it was funny. because I'm like, you know, Paul, like I've, I've read like all books, you know, I've read like 30 books in the last, like, six months like you know i've learned so much he's like i don't care and, and you know his british i don't i don't care how many books you've read on my coaching i'm like what do you mean <laughs> you know trying to be imp- impressive or whatever i'm like what do you mean he's like I, like i'd rather you like did you actually apply the things that you that you uh, read in that book and i'm like well you know a few things he's like i'd rather you read one book a year and actually apply the information in that book than read 30 books a year read 60 books a year read 100 books a year and i was like damn He's like, because I asked him, I'm like, what book do you think I should read next? He's like, what problem do you have? And I'm like, oh, I never thought about that way, right? I was just reading yeah. books to consume information. He's like, no, you read books to solve problems in your life. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, so, so it's no different with like online courses and programs and coaches. It's like, what problem do you have solved? Can they help you solve it? If they can, boom, hire them, get it solved figure it out quickly and move on to the next problem, the next challenge. Let's call it challenge. Let's call it yeah. a challenge instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very nice, man. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. awesome though. Yeah. Cool, man. You, you sound like you, you've lived such an awesome life based off all these, <laughs> you know, successful people you're, you're jet skiing with. <laughs> <laughs> so um, for, for healthcare business university, what kind of plans do you, do you see for like the next two years? Like what kind of growth are you expecting to see for it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. So it's very exciting. Like I, so our mission, I think I said it was to help 1000 healthcare professionals achieve clinical freedom. And that, you know, whether it's a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, five years from now, uh, it's something that I'm very passionate about, especially because I feel like we, again, as a, as a society, as a, as a country, as, as a world, like we just, we're, we're not told 
how to how to have it all in life. We're not told how to create the dream life, right? And we're taken through this path uh, that's set up with us that's not set up for us to succeed. And I'm very passionate about that. And I think for me, it's it's all about family. Um, I, you know, be like kind of going going back to, into my past and, and what you know happened to me and my family, and me coming to the realization that they just didn't know the truth. The phrase in the Bible is that the truth will make you free right? If, if you're religious or not, it doesn't matter. It's like, it's the truth will make you free. So if you don't have clinical freedom, if you don't have financial freedom, if you don't have time freedom, or you're, you're, you're not even on the path to that freedom, guess what you don't know? You don't know the truth. My mission is to get the truth out there, uh, specifically to the people that I connect with the most right now, healthcare professionals, because I am one. And two years from now, I definitely see myself having the masterminds, right? Having, having conferences, having people, you know, 100 people, 200 people in these masterminds, where basically it's, it's highly intelligent, you know, healthcare professionals and people who actually care and give a shit, right? All together, changing the world one day at a time. Because at the end of the day, entrepreneurs are the only ones that can do that. Not the government, right? Not the president. No one else is going to change, change the world for the better uh, unless we do one, one day at a time. So that's the mission, man. That's the goal. <laughs> yeah, man. That sounds like a great yeah. goal. Uh, hopefully yeah. I could be there at one of those conferences, man. Be, yeah. be Who knows? Maybe we'll be a speaker. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Let's make it happen. <laughs> awesome. So do you have any advice or maybe words of wisdom for future PTs or healthcare professionals that are looking to start their own business or maybe side hustle? Yeah. Heck yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. I know you have a ton it's like hard it's hard to pick which one right i have a ton no but i i think i got it i've been practicing this one okay so (laughs) no because i always so this is like the fourth interview in the past couple of weeks and and i always get this question and i always get stuck and i'm like oh there's so much Mm -hmm. right and then i'll start with one tip and then i'll be like but you know what this is the best one so now after the, after the it should have so, been the third one. The so third time's a charm. They're getting the gold right now. Then. So they're, they're getting the straight <laughs> fire, the straight gold right now. Exactly. Exactly. So I would say it's, it's and I, I go over it in the, the financial secrets course that people get for free when they go through a healthcare business university. I, it's the two sentence wealth formula, right? And this, and forget about money, right? Forget about wealth. Like making money is great, but this is for everything in life, right? Two sentence wealth formula is... Uh, find out what the successful people do and do the same thing. Second sentence is find out what the unsuccessful people do and don't do the same thing. So what I'm coming to is listen to those who have what you want, who are doing what you want to do, and who have the blueprint and the path, right? And listen to them. Don't listen to anyone who is trying to hold you back, who is trying to scare you from pursuing your dreams, especially, especially if they haven't done it for themselves. Okay, I hate when people say that thing, things are risky, that you know there's no security, or that hey, like you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that because you might fail. What happens if this? What happens if that? Unfortunately, most of the time, it is the people that we love the most and that care about us the most: our parents, our family, our our significant other, our colleagues. You know, it's not like they're doing this maliciously, but it's them reflecting their fears on you. At the end of the day, if someone hasn't done or accomplished what you want to accomplish. Don't listen to them on that subject matter. Don't listen to them. It doesn't make any sense. And if they have tried to do what you want to do, find out what they did and if they did everything in their power to be successful at it. Did they hire the coaches? Did they go through the programs? Did they learn the skills, right? Did they put in the work? Because it's very easy to try something for a few months, even a year or two, and give up if it doesn't work. And the fact of the matter is that everything works. 
You just have to figure out how to make it work. So it's basically that, right? Listen to those who have what you want. It doesn't have to be financially. It can be relationships. Hey, if you find a mentor who, who um, is great with finances and makes a ton of money, but his relationships and his family like sucks, hey, hire him to teach you about making money. And that's it. Don't take advice from him on everything else. Hey, you want your relationship to get better? Oh, I'm going to go to this relationship coach, right? Or even if it's a mentor or friends that have a great relationships, I'm going to listen to them about relationships. I'm not going to listen to, you know, Uncle Joe over here uh, who, who, you know, <laughs> hasn't had a, a girlfriend or a wife, you know, his whole life about relationships. Like, I'm not going to listen to him. It doesn't make any sense, right? So not to harp on that even more, but that that is what I would... Uh, what I would say, because I think a lot of us put a lot of weight on what people around us tell us. Um, and sometimes those people we should not be listening to. Uh, most of the time we should. Yeah, so. yeah definitely, man. That's, yeah. that's awesome advice. I, yeah. I totally get it. And yeah. you know, I, like I've been, um, I've been vegan for like about three years. So yeah. I, I definitely know like the feeling of people just like projecting their fears on you. Like, Oh, yeah. aren't you going to starve to death? Like, <laughs> like, no, I'll be fine. Thank <laughs> you. Where are you going to get your protein? No, don't worry. I got it. <laughs> Very cool, man. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, um, thank you again for coming on the show. Before we leave, though, is it okay if you maybe just share with the audience, you know, where they can learn a little bit more about you, where they can follow you on social media? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, uh, friend request me on Facebook, uh, Javier A. Carlin. Just find me on Facebook. Uh, You'll see a picture of me and my fiance. Um, So just friend request me, send me a message. Be happy to have a conversation. Uh, Instagram is at doctor, so Dr. Javier Carlin. Um, So you can go ahead and follow me there. Send me a DM. And yeah, I mean, I'm on YouTube. I have a podcast as well, um, all those things. But those are the top two places. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I'll post a link to the uh, Healthcare Business University if people want to check that out too. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I appreciate that for sure. Cool, man. Awesome. Javi, thanks so much. Your wealth of knowledge. Uh, you know, we'll chat again soon. All right. Awesome, man. Thank you for having me. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's episode. As always, if you can head over to Apple podcasts and give us a rating and review, it'll help get this podcast out to more people who need to hear it. Make sure you check out Javi's Healthcare Business University Facebook group and sign up for the next clinical freedom funnel challenge starting November 2nd. Catch you guys in the next episode.